Studios. Welcome, everybody, to Brine time. time, the final episode Boy, for this season. Getting teared up. I know. Had a little nice little handhold there. It was like a little Thelma and Louise yeah. right before they drive off the cliff. Yeah. What does that tell you? Well, we're dri- this is the cliff. This is <laughs> it. We're approaching the cliff very We're fast. doing it. Yeah, folks, this is it. The season came to an end uh, yesterday as of this recording. It, yeah. We were both out at the walk for the final game, Fan Appreciation Night. Uh, the Sunday game of the final game of the season against the Cowlitz Black Bears and real fun ending. Yeah, Pickles won. Pickles Looks won good. six to one. Some exciting baseball that happened. Some wild times. Wild times, man. Considering it was like we just got to get through this game. A lot of stuff happened it in the final game. Didn't seem like that was going to happen yeah. at a few different points. Yeah, of the there day. was a couple of points where it was a little sticky, but overall, I think people. It was. Jam packed. There were so many people out there, and like I, I would seen, love to know the official. I had number. seen other sold out nights, but for I don't know if it was just because it was the last night. It just seemed like other sellout nights. The concourse area did not seem as just choked as it was yesterday. Yeah, the, the only lines other, were choked all day, all game basically. The only other night I can think of was Future Baseball Night. Yeah, and I didn't go. Like I didn't walk around. I stood on the party deck the entire game for that. Right. And so I was uh, like moving around a lot more yesterday and just being out on the berm where you couldn't even like walk. No, it was crazy. From one end to the other. They opened up that new standing room only section. Yeah. It was real. It was just thick with people. And that's cool. It's cool that they got that thick, thick with people. Yeah. Crowded. Um, Yeah. For the last game, you know? Yeah. Last game of the season, you know? Last game for most, if not all of these pickles. You know, who, who knows if any of them will return. But, uh, yeah, a little sad. A little, you know, it's always sad. Like we said last podcast, and I had a number of Brian Time listeners come up to me like, yo, dude, you guys got deep on that end of summer thing. I got a little I got a little misty-eyed when you, I got, you guys got a little existential, and I it, it hit me in a certain way. And I was like, yeah, it's the end of the summer. And now that the last game is over, it's like, for me, it's the summer is it's over, baby. Think about these kids too. Like, um, I'm not even sure who it was. As I was walking out, I was like, "Man, this is like this is a bummer." Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, like I've been this is you know I've been doing this a few summers, and it's always like it it doesn't get any easier." Sure. And I started thinking about that, right? Like these kids, they go through their season with their teams. Yeah. You know, at their college. Yeah. However, that works out. Sure. And then the end of the school year. They have their own, you know, their, you know, people in their dorm or, yeah. you know, whatever they have going on Teammates there. Teammates going different directions. Yeah. Guys on their team graduating who won't be back next season. Exactly. You know, or getting drafted, potentially not coming back to college. Then they come to a summer ball. With most of the guys they don't know. I mean, they yeah. have a couple teammates maybe and maybe guys they've played against. But for the most part, these guys are 
all strangers, and they yeah. have to come together to make a team in ten weeks. Ten weeks and with then, no real no practices. Right. They just say like, "Hey, we're starting to play June first. Be yeah. here for a week before, so we can get to know each other." Some of these guys come in mid-season or or late. Yeah, if you look at the roster, how many Dude. people played one between one and ten games? Yeah, that was like I mean, there are was... guys that were a regular part of the rotation that just because there's so much turnover, I didn't even I looked at the team photo, whatever when they snapped that, which is what towards the beginning of the year, uh, I grabbed one. They had like a couple extra line on, so I grabbed one. I was looking, I was like, names that I had known as everyday players mid-season, I was like, oh, yeah, dude. Like, I hadn't called Everett Lau's name in mm-hmm. three weeks because I was like, oh, he's gone. And yeah. I just it just kind of didn't even yeah. cross my mind. Just looking out yesterday, I mean, Manzardo, like, yeah. all these guys, you know, they they had to move on. They had to go somewhere, you know. Yeah. Uh, so just to, you know, if you, I mean, obviously 99.9% of our listeners go to the game or know about the walk, but, like, it's just it is a very strange experience to be, yeah. especially for us this year. This was our first year where we were there game one and we stuck it. You know, we were there till the end of the uh, the last game. So we saw ninety percent of the games. Yeah, I mean, I could look back and probably missed six, seven games probably throughout yeah. the year. You know, like we were at a lot of pickles baseball games and crazy to see the changes. Getting to know all the fans, you know, when we first came in, not knowing any of these people, and then people coming up to us, and now, like, you know, every game I would see the same regulars, be like, hey, how's it going, dude? You know, checking in. Mm-hmm. You become, It's a little family out there. Yeah. Well, it's it's really interesting how all of that works, too, with the personnel, like we were saying. Like, you know, these kids, they come here. If it's not going well, they're free to basically leave. Like, they don't yeah. have anything holding them to that. You know, they can go just have a chill summer, go fish, go work out on their own, maybe try to pick up with another team or, yeah. you know, just play, just pay, pick, you know, whatever, do drills. So it's, you know, I mean, that kind of thing, it's imperative organizationally. Yeah. It's have, like we do well, we treat everybody right, you know, and that's, right. you know, I mean, we've had a good track record, obviously, with that. I mean, yep. the kids who, like, left towards the end of the year, obviously, had other places to go. But right. I don't know of anybody that's just like, hey man, we're not we're not sticking around for this. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, I'm sure it happened, but I'm sure, yeah. But no, I mean I'm sure every team has some level of that. Yeah, I mean, you just have some guys who are just like, if I'm not playing, there's really no reason for me to be in Portland in a ho- in a stranger's house away from my family, away from my friends when I could be doing something else. But overall, you know, we had night in and night out general consistency and uh, you know, you can tell last night it's like emotional for some of these fans because it's like a it's just summer, like the yeah. players like you know the season ticket holders especially they're all just bummed because they got to wait another 10 months, 9 months till this happens months, again yeah. and very very overall positive experience though. Yeah, now, you know the second half it was what it was, man. They they really got together. They won 2 out of 3. They won their last two series, one with Bend and one with Cowlitz. And really um, had a chance yeah to sweep uh it was just that start man that rough start never, yeah had a, yeah had really. a chance to make the playoffs but also like this last series had a chance to sweep they had a real weird game yeah what happened with that you i so the saturday night game i wasn't there that i yeah so they were down six four i and i i believe going into the bottom of the ninth we're down six four it was two two for a while and then cowlitz hit a grand slam uh, Pickles going to the bottom of the ninth down 6-2. They score two runs with one out. 
Then they get another out. They have a guy on first and third with a batter up, so the tying run is at first. I'm going to say it was John Jensen at the plate. I believe. I think it was him. It's almost always John Jensen. I think John Jensen was at the plate. He gets a hit. uh, He and I think they had a slight shift over because I think the first, I think the second baseman was playing like very deep towards the first baseman, or the first baseman was playing. I don't know. Anyways, he hits it in the gap between first and second, and whoever fields it, it takes kind of a weird hop, and I think hits the Cowlitz guy in the face. Oh wow! So he goes down, and the ball takes an awkward dribble out beyond second. So our guy on third scores, so we get 6-5, but because it takes this odd dribble, the guy who was on first runs way overshoots second because I think he thought there was no one behind second base. I think he for a second thought like, wow, there's... That's going to go to the wall if it has a... No, I think he thought it was going to die in in between where the infielder was and the outfielder. I think he thought he was going to make it to third. And then he goes... And he realizes there was a guy behind second who scoops it up. And so they have a foot race to back to second. And the guy beats him out to tag him by maybe a foot. And so it ends. They do the so the sixth, the fifth run counts. So they lose six to five. Probably should have had they should have had just a guy on first and second and then then another chance for the the batter to at least tie. But so it was kind of a bummer. It was really exciting that they got that fifth run and it looked like, yeah, we could just do it, but Whatever. So that was the only game they lost. Um, but, yeah, I got to be out there for all three games in the final series. And, uh, you know, who knows? And you never know with your own life. You know, you don't know if you'll be back out there. I don't know. I have, you know, potential plans of moving on to move to New York. So it, maybe that will happen at the beginning of the summer and then I wouldn't be coming back. Or maybe it happens at the end of the summer where I'd be able to get to do another season. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff up in the air. And, you, you know, I feel like anytime something ends, you always are just like, this could be it. This who knows? This could be it. So yeah, a little a little bit of a bummer, but glad we went out with a win. Basically got to shake hands and hug people that I got close with, talk to the coaching staff a little bit, talk to some of the fans that I had met. And uh overall a very positive summer for me, Portland Pickles baseball. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that graduation syndrome's a weird thing, you know, where it's it like, is. when you're in the middle of it and you're like, Golly, man, I'd love to have some free time. For real. And then when it actually comes and you're just like, like I want to keep coming here every yeah. day, and you're like, even though it's a pain in my ass. Yeah, there, you know, you know, there's some nights where you're just like, I mean, yeah, there was yeah. that week where I did Tuesday through Sunday. I had done a yeah, I had done a Sunday game, Monday off, and then another Tuesday through Sunday, and you're just like, dude, I'm ready for a break. But then now I'm like, I take another one of those. I take another seven games, you know. It yeah. was, but is what it is. Got to move on. Life keeps moving. That's right. We're gonna come. Uh, see some players in the springtime. Yeah, cool. we got some local pilots. Yeah. Gonna go see Robert Jones announce maybe a couple high school games. There you go. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That's the pickle report, I guess, whatever we're calling the... Just us complaining. Well, just us reminiscing. That's right. You know, reminiscing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... It's a great summer. We're part of the family now. Yeah, La Familia. Blood in, blood out. La Familia de Brian, bro. That's it. Yeah. I'm getting that in Old English across yeah, my belly. Yeah, I'm about belly. to get it right there. Move to L.A. Get fit it. in somewhere. Yeah. El Brian boys. That's it. All right. Well, let's, uh, I guess, one final go pickles. We'll do it a number of times, but one final go pickles for the end of the pickle report. Go pickles. Go pickles. Oh, boy. 
Go Pickles. Yeah. Go, Go Pickles. Time now for Pickle of the Week. Yes. Pickle of the Year, really. Yeah, we're kind of the Latin, you know. Pickles. Pickle, yeah. We're going plural this time. We're going plural. And, you know, these are some Thinking outside the brine. That we have not honored before. We have not done it. No, we've interviewed them. Interviewed them, but we have not, you know, given them the full Pickle of the Week regalia. So Pickle of the Week this week is... The Portland Pickles coaching staff. Yes, all four of those. Zach men. Miller, Jim Hopple, Mark Magdaleno, and the Skip, El Justin Skip. Barkus. Justin Barkus, bark baby. as we call yeah. him. Yeah, and he's got some bark when he yells. Yeah, he's, he's got a, he's got a little feistiness to him. I like dude. it when he kind of hops in the air and yells and points yeah. his finger at the umpire. That makes me happy. I remember a very clear moment when yeah. you know, the music was down. He was chewing out. And he goes. Get it right next time. And yeah, I was just like nice, dude. Yeah, nice. Uh, they've all, they've all, you know, are can be pretty fiery. Yeah, funny. I think like Hop, uh, Jim Hopple is probably the most laid back out of all of them. And he was a former cop. Yeah, he's the one who like at uh, at like, first glance and his handshake, glance, you're like, bro, you're you're you get some salt on your brine. I was like, I don't know, I don't know. This guy seems like he's like maybe uptight or whatever. And then you get to know him, and he's he's way laid back, super chill. Yeah, very cool, very nice guy. Yeah, all they're of all them nice they're guys. all good dudes, all really good dudes. Um, but as far as like yelling at people, Zach Miller, Mark Magdaleno, Barkus, they do the most of the yelling. Yeah, Hopple doesn't do much yelling. Yeah, um, but he's got some. He's had some great lines. I saw him. He was carrying a foam roller, and I was like, "Oh, you got you rolling it out?" He's like, "I'm old. It's too late for me." <laughs> I was like. That's great. You no, know, he's a tough you know. guy. He was telling us one time about uh, he was a cop. We, I don't know. He we had something that came up with mace, and he was like, "Oh yeah, I did that. Had to do it for training." Oh yeah, that's right. Getting mace, you know, as a cop. He's like, "Yeah." I think I was talking about the time I got maced. Oh yeah, yeah. and he was just like, "Yeah, I did it." It's not not fun. Not fun. Don't get maced. But uh, overall, yeah. So you know, we want to because you know these guys. They have, I mean, you know, the players we talked about earlier have a kind of a difficult job of coming in, finding their role in the team. Yeah. When are they going to play? But these guys have the top end of that problem, which is like most of these guys we've never met before. Yeah. You're going on somebody else's recommendation. On your word, you know, yeah. on, hey, these guys are good. Not, I mean, you know, you probably get to watch tape of all these guys and look up some sure. stats, but overall, you got to meet the human to understand, all right, how do this guy, how do I coach this guy? Where, you know, obviously the pickle staff with their pitching rotation, they do kind of, we've talked many times, they do mostly like a three or four inning rotation for guys. So, you know, how are we working these guys in? Who's a starter when you're only doing three innings? Who's going to be a bullpen guy? Are they going to be happy with that role? Are they going to be happy with, you know, a lot of things? How many ABs they're going to get throughout the season? What number they get? You have no idea what what player you know specifics. Yeah. What players? No, I always wear number thirty, but this guy took number thirty already. And you know, at the end of the day, these kids are young men. Some of them are still teenagers. You know, half the team is not even drinking age. So you got all these personalities that you got to come together and make a squad out of. So I got to imagine that presents a lot of day in day out difficulties when you're you know they work hard. Yeah. yeah, they work hard, and you know they all. 
have other jobs. Family. You know, I mean, this is you know, uh, Barkus's wife was out there for the last kind of couple of series. Yeah. Uh, his, you know, his dad is obviously the minority owner. Uh, you know, I know Mags has got kids, and he's the coach at uh, Clark. Yep. And uh, you know, Zach is coaching at Tacoma Community College. I mean, everybody's got their own things going on. Yep. Outside of that, so you know, they work hard, and yeah, we just want to salute the coaching staff. Tip of our cap to all of you. And I just man. want, I want this noted though, because this is the last episode, and I won't ever be able to bring it up again. If we were going to do a player, who would it have been? We never did Jensen this year, did we? John Jensen. So he's going to go Number honor- 27. honorable mention. Honorable mention John Jensen. That and even rhymes. Honorable mention Jensen. Jensen just got the Moss Adams Player of the Week from the West Coast League. He's been tearing it up. Which, how many times has that happened this season? I We've think this is three it. or four. I think this is three or four. Where either Pitcher Groaning of the Week got it or player of the week uh, has been pickle of the week yeah so also john just, jensen really he also i mean he was tearing it up he went nuts and he played for the amount of games that he played he played 40 games mm-hmm. which i i think the highest we had was 49 yeah uh he has the highest batting average i mean he ended up batting 338 yep had a great season really came on towards the end so Good. uh you know Honorable mention, Jensen. Tip of the cap to you and great you know, defense on the outfield. Yeah, congrats on uh, Player of the Week from the West Coast League. I yeah, man, that's, that's a good cool. way to end a season. You know, you're going out Player of the Week. Um, I did want to mention uh, this is a random thing that's not really has to do with anything with the pickle of the week. Oh, great! But uh, I forget what Twitter account it was, but they they compiled the attendance this year. Yeah. For all the collegiate Woodbat leagues. And the Pickles got number 13 in the entire country of attendance. That's Top awesome. 25. I know the Bells were there rounding up the top. They got like 22. Yeah, Corvallis Victoria's was in up it. there. The Harbor Cats were, I think, in the top 10. Should be, yeah. Uh, For sure. But that's, I mean, just a little side note, but very cool that, like, you know, in yeah. the West Coast League and obviously our, our Pickles are some of the most well-attended teams uh, and you know there are a ton of these ball clubs. I mean, there yeah. are uh, there are a ton all across the nation. West Coast League is very well regarded. So the, you know, tip of the cap ball. to the Pickles for making an experience out there, and all the other West Coast League teams that uh, you know have kind of. It'll be interesting to see, like to follow it now. You know, I mean, yeah. I want to see what happens. Yeah, totally. So we've got Walla Walla, Corvallis, uh, is in Victoria. I want to say the Harbor Cats. I for sure. Uh, be- the Bells were, I think, number twenty-two. Uh, I just mean in the playoffs. Oh, in the playoffs. The yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, Corvallis, uh, Walla Walla. Who came in second in our league then? Did we still get – we got – did we finish in second? Uh, Yeah. So we finished – I mean, we in the second half, we finished in second. What were the were, – let's list the overall standings at the end of the regular season. So where did we finish out overall? Overall, the pickles would have been – one, two, three, fourth place at twenty four and twenty nine. Okay, and that, but the second half, what did we, what did we pick up? Oh, they they did great. They were in second place, fifteen and twelve. Yeah, fifteen and twelve. That first first half was was a lot of growing pains. Nine and seventeen in the yeah. first half. So, yeah. 
the so it's Victoria, Wenatchee, Corvallis, Walla Walla. Yep, are the playoff teams. Mm-hmm. And I'll be interesting. To, I want to see what happens. I'll Let's we're rooting against Corvallis here, folks. Yeah, anybody we're tired, but Corvallis. Anybody but Corvallis. We should make we T-shirts sh- that say. I was just about to say anyone that. but Corvallis. God, we're smart. We're good. We're gonna market those. Yeah, get your uh, go to our Instagram right now and pre-order. Pre-order thirty-seven dollars each. Yes, anybody but Corvallis t-shirts. <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time. Oh yeah, let's eat some pickles. pickles. So I'm this starving. is a um, these are Grillo's pickles, Grillo's. Italian pickle spears, and these were handed to me. I feel like we've had something by this. These are these guys are out of Massachusetts. I think we've had this brand. Have we? Yeah. All right. Well, they were different though, but I remember the guy in the lawn chair. Yeah, maybe. The pickle um, in the lawn chair. They were not this flavor. These are just the Italian. We went spears again, which Jake doesn't like a spear. Um, I think I'm gonna like these. Okay. But we'll see. So, uh, Ben a fresh pickle. Benji, the photographer for the pickles. Yeah. Uh, I think the Saturday game walked by. Is like, you want these for the pod? So he this thank you Ben. So I've been rolling around in the back of Jake's truck since yep, Saturday. Since Saturday. All right. That's great. Well, cheers. One Final. last time One last for the time, sweet baby. souvenir. Here we go. Real crunchy. See, that's what I'm talking about. A spear with crunch like that. Ooh, that's delicious. My God. This is the best pickle of the year so far. Think so? I think so. That's really good. This is good. I bit my tongue. Don't blame that on the pickle. All right. No, I'm I'm dinging it for that. Boy, what is that? Is that dill weed floating in there? Yeah, it's dill. We actually have dill in it. Less garlicky than last week's. So crunch is great. Flavor is great. Like this is what I look for in a pickle. This is like minimum triple A. Yeah. Minimum. I'm just gonna do it. We've never done this. You're going for it. This is major league pickle. I think that's a major league pickle. This is a major league pickle. It's a Grillo pickle. I Fresh. Got it. They'd be better if they were cold. Yeah, but that's because I had to bring them from my house, do a writers' meeting, and then come here. Yeah. This is a tr- this is a this is a major league pickle. Home run. I was gonna say home run, but this is You're a major say league home pickle. Home run. This is a major league pickle. Yeah. Below the Mendoza line, though. Okay. We still in the they show. They had a career in the major leagues. Yeah. All right. We all know who Mendoza is. I don't know. What are we going to do? We're, at some point, we will come across the holy grail of pickles where it's a- I think we'll know it. It's an all-star. It's a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. First yeah, ballot. First ballot. These are good pickles. I've but those are three really, of them while you were talking about yeah, how good they are. these are great pickles. Yeah. Randall's going to eat all of them. So, uh, I mean, there's the spears, so it's only been one whole pickle. So, tip far. of the cap to the coaching staff, John Jensen, honestly, all you guys for making it a fun summer hey. and to Grillo's Pickles. We love you, Pickle Nation. Go all pickles. of you. Go Pickles. Go Pickles. You might be in trouble. All right, everyone. Time for the last. Inside the jar. On uh, this one, we went around after the game to a lot of different people we know and love at Walker Stadium and just did some rapid-fire questions. So we had, who did we have? We had, well, you'll hear him. Joey Cooper makes the list. He was in town. Former former pickle great, the man with the chest hair, Joey Cooper. 
intern Parker, who none of you probably even knew, but we brought him and his story to life. So enjoy these just little snippets of various characters you might have passed by in the evening at Walker Stadium, not even with a glance sometimes, you know, just a guy holding a bag of hot dog buns, maybe the owner who you didn't even know is the owner because he looks like a guy who rode in on a skateboard. Various cast and crew of the Walker Stadium Pickle baseball experience were here, and, and we wanted to share their voices and their stories with you. So have at it. Go Pickles. All right, last hey. game of the season. We're here with GM Ross Campbell. A couple rapid-fire questions. We're doing this as Inside the Jar tonight. What's your favorite baseball movie, Ross? My favorite baseball movie, Four Nights in October, featuring the Boston Red Sox 2004 incredible journey to the World Series. That's a documentary. It is, but it is a documentary movie. Fair. I like that movie, too. Uh, if you had a walk-up song, what would your walk-up song be? It would be Mikey Perez's song from last season, El Sundito. El Sundito. Which I want to get on right now, and we'll get it on. Oh, all right. Um, favorite pickle moment from this year? Oh, there's way too many. It's a lot. I think Robert's mistakes this year were the, were the most fun part. You know, we go with them, we, we deal with them, but, you know, also just having the record-breaking crowds that we had, having everything done correctly for the first time in Pickles history was amazing. Another perfect season. It's always going to be perfect in the, in, the, in the Pickles way, which is never perfect. Well, thank you. We had a great time. Thank you, sir. I love you. I'm nervous. Don't be nervous. Not- We're here, y- Yvonne McVeigh. Brad's mom. Uh, we're doing rapid fire questions. What's your favorite baseball movie? Major League. Oh, that was Ron the K-Man's really too. True. Um, if you had to have a walk-up song, what would your walk-up song be? Uh, what is and what should never be by Led Zeppelin. That's a good pick. Okay. Uh, Bubblegum or sunflower seeds? Sunflower seeds. Pete Rose, in or out? In. Okay. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. All right. See, that wasn't hard. I didn't watch baseball when I was young, so I don't feel strongly yeah. about Pete Rose. That's fair. Well, thank you. That was easy, right? Go Pickles. You guys are awesome. All right, I'm here with Daniel Lolo Lopez, Joey Cooper, former Pickles. We're doing a little inside the jar with all of our favorite Pickles, so thanks for coming back. For the last few games. Uh, Daniel Lopez, uh, what's your favorite baseball movie? Uh, Sandlot. Joey Cooper, same question. Bull Durham. Bull Durham, both, both solid choices. Um, if you had to pick a walk-up song right now today, what would your walk-up song be? Uh, probably something by the Turnpike Troubadours. I'm not sure right now. Okay. Uh, Joey Cooper. Um, I think this is a country boy song. Okay, Country Boy song's good. Uh, have you ever been sliding into first and felt a juicy burst? Uh, I actually have. I'm not, I'm not too proud to say yes, but I definitely have in the past. Joey Cooper, have you ever been sliding into home while your pants were full of foam? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's happened. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. And the thing is, it happens to the best of us. I mean, you just kind of got to own it, pretend like, you know, all right, I planned that. Yeah, I mean, that song didn't come out of nowhere, right? I mean, it just happens. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys were candid and honest about this. Uh, quick last one. Pete Rose, in or out? In, for sure. 
Don't question. He's in. All right. You heard it here, folks. Thank you. Appreciate you both. You're the best. Go Pickles. Go Picks. All right. We're here. Gary Walker, namesake of Walker Stadium. Silent. I'd like to think that. Yeah. We're going to do some rapid-fire questions for Inside the Jar this week. Uh, what is your favorite baseball movie? Field of Dreams. Okay. That's a good pick. I don't know if we've had that one yet. Bull Durham, a close second. A lot of people have said that. Yeah. I've had a, uh, a large amount of the uh, major leagues. Major league, yeah. Which is a good comedy, sure. of course. Uh, if you had to have a walk-up song, what would your walk-up song be? Barracuda by Heart. Ooh, that's a good pick. Uh, if you could play a position, what would your position be? Well, in Little League, I played everywhere except shortstop. So I'd like to play shortstop. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense, yeah. Yeah, if you get to pick, right? Um, do you have a favorite pickle memory from this season that stands out? I just like the in, uh, enthusiasm and uh, the go-getterness of, of Kyle Manzardo. Kyle Manzardo. That's a good pick. Yeah, I, he just, you know, steady work ethic, steady on, out in the field, steady at the plate. I, I mean, he might not have had the best in every category, but he was one of those ones that stood out to me as as a good overall baseball player. Good pick. I tried to get him I tried to get him a new nickname and it didn't yeah, stick, it didn't you stick. know. Yeah. Doesn't that sound like a magician name? The Great Manzardo? Yeah, that that sounds like that would fit. Oh wow. Well. Uh Pete Rose in or out? Half of me says in, half of me says out. That's fair. Coming back next year? I would love to. Good. I, if, if, if everything aligns up, I will be back. Good. Well, thanks for giving us your time. Uh, go thanks, Pickles. Go Pickles. Thanks, Jeremiah. Ron the K-Man here. He's got his K's and his wagon. All right, if you, uh, what's your favorite baseball movie, Ron? Oh, I'd have to say Major League. Major League's a good pick. If you had to have a walk-up song, what would it be? She Blinded Me With Science from Thomas Dolby. That's a good pick. I like that. If you could play a position, or what would your position be? Right field. Bubblegum or sunflower seeds? Bubblegum. All right, you heard it here. Ron the K-Man. Thanks, buddy. Great season. We love you. You're the best. See you again next year, Jeremiah. Hopefully. All right, we're here on the party deck. Chris Matthews, we got some rapid-fire questions for you. This is what we're doing for Inside the Jar. All right, let's do it. Uh, what's your favorite baseball movie? Uh, Major League. What would your walk-up song be if you had to have a walk-up song? Uh, probably Expendable Youth by Slayer. What position would you play? Uh, first base. How many more pickle tattoos do you plan on getting? Uh, at least three because I need to do a pickle and then a chair to finish my hat. Okay. Chris Matthews, pickle super fan. Thanks for being here. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Alan Miller, owner of the Portland Pickles. Rapid fire question time. If you had a walk-up song, what song would it be? Wow, that's a really hard first question. I, okay. I have to come back to that. What's your favorite baseball movie? Field of Dreams. Uh, Bubblegum or Sunflower Seeds? Bubblegum. Pete Rose in or out? In. What would your walk-up song be? 
it would be pass. Okay. <laughs> Alan Miller. All right. Uh, last game of the season, 6-1 win for the Pickles. Who are we here with? This is Parker, intern. Intern Parker. Uh, okay, we're doing a couple of rapid-fire questions. First, what would your walk-up music be for your at-bat? My walk-up music would probably be The Evils, Jay-Z, and uh, Snoop Dogg. Okay, you got a couple. Um, what is your favorite? That's one song. Oh, that's one song. That's one wow, that's a combo. D. D. Uh, apostrophe, I believe, is the... That is a thing. Evils. Okay. Um, favorite memory this year of the Pickles and Walker Stadium? My favorite memory... That's really hard to choose. Uh, it would probably be John Jensen's game-tying home run. Uh, that would have been maybe a week ago. Yes, that was. And uh, we ended up winning the game. It was an amazing hit. Amazing hit. And uh, favorite ball player, pickle or professional? Favorite ball player, I'm going to go uh, with Ozzie Guillen. And favorite team? My favorite team would be the Seattle Mariners. Seattle Mariners, all right, that's intern Parker. And where are you off to after this? You're an intern. Where are you going? Are you local? I am local. I grew up in West Lynn, so 20 minutes south of here. And uh, I think I might be sticking around. Yeah. Uh, there's talks about that happening. Other than that, you know, uh, I got everything and more out of this experience. And uh, I think I could go a lot of different places. Beautiful. Well said. All right, thanks, Parker. You're the best. See ya. All right, now we're here with the other DJ, DJ, B, DJ BA. We're going to do rapid-fire questions with him. Uh, what would your walk-up music be if you're going to take an at-bat? Uh, David Bowie's um, Putting Out the Fire with Gasoline. Good choice. Uh, favorite moment here at Walker Stadium this year? Um, that would have to be, actually, when the, there was a rain game uh, that got grained out, and that was super fun. Uh, a lot of dad, uh, dad jokes that night. Uh, did a dad joke off contest, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, I, there was definitely some better moments, but that was my first memory. Right. Of, uh, favorite baseball player? Uh, Tony Perez. Tony Perez. And favorite team? Uh, Portland Pickles. Portland, oh, my God, what a homer. All right, DJBA, we'll see you next year. Good one, bud. All right, well, we're here right after the last game of the season. Pickles win 6-1 to one against the Cowless Black Bears. We're here with Liam, a.k.a. DJ, Flash Gordovan, quarterback of the New York Jets. Uh, we're just going to do a couple rapid-fire questions. Just answer however you will. All right, uh, favorite baseball movie? Major League? No, that's not. I was, that's just the first one that came to mind. Uh, League of Their Own. League of Their Own. Wow, what a feminist. Uh, okay. Um, uh, what would your walk-up music be if you were going to go up to bat? What would you pick? Uh, we just talked about this last night, and uh, the first thing that I said was, uh, there goes my hero. <laughs> wow, Foo Fighters runs deep, baby. Uh, okay, favorite baseball player? Uh, I don't, you know, I don't have one. They're all so good. You sound like a mom. <laughs> you sound like my girlfriend was here. She's like, the thing is, I don't want anybody to do bad. All right. Um, and then let's just do, wrap it up, favorite memory of this year of the pickle season. For you or, the, yeah, whatever you want. Just throw, throw us a good one that you think. 
Uh, uh, there's so many though. It was a uh, it you was a crazy season. It was a crazy season. I mean, I got to do a lot of things. Yeah, I, I got to uh, be the DJ. I got to be the on-field host twice. Yeah. Uh, I you know, oh, I, there were so many. Uh, I'm gonna go. You know what? Actually, my favorite part was the two nights that DJ BA and I uh, did battles together. That, that was the funnest part for me. Very cool. Uh, and then also just the rest of the time. Does that include uh, DJ BA versus you at Dizzy Bat? Uh, that does include that, yeah. <laughs> I, I won that. I don't know if you were there. I was there, baby. All right. That was DJ, Flash Gordon, quarterback of the New York Jets. You can catch him. Next season, yeah. hopefully. Also, Unless four to six every Monday on X Ray FM. Four, go, baby. Four to six. All right. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Time now for the final. I keep saying final, like we're about to die, but could happen. It's the final of the season. We don't know. Yeah, that's true. We don't know. No one does. We don't know. It's the last Inside Inside Baseball. Inside the Inside Baseball. This is something that I've had on my mind for a while. I want to get it off my chest, and I found this uh, weird website, Bat Flips and Nerds. This is a British website where someone has brought up the fact that they have these new sliding gloves in baseball now, the of glove as they call it. When does that come in? The last three seasons. Okay. And it's, it's longer than your hand. It's there to when you slide into base, you don't, you don't get stepped on it. You, don't, yeah, you yeah. don't have to cut your hand up on the dirt and stuff. Exactly. But it's longer than your hand. And I want to talk to an umpire about it. I, I thought I was going to get my chance, and I didn't. But there's no regulations to the size of that glove, every as far as I know. Every piece of equipment in MLB has a specific dimension, every piece, you know, everything – but because this is a new invention, I guess they have not officially updated the rule book to say, hey, when you put one of these of gloves on, it has to be X inches or whatever. Yeah. Because the controversy could be you could get a 12-inch of glove so you would have a much longer reach sliding in a second, let's say. I mean, say. who wouldn't want a 12-inch of glove? Hey, baby. You know? I've been praying for one. So now all you need, you know, like you just get a foam finger Yeah. that's 90 feet long. You just take, touch. Take a step off of first, touch safe. second. He's safe. So I think it'll be one of those things where the rules catch up to the actions. Yeah. And baseball is very reactive like that, not necessarily proactive. It'll be one of these things where, especially with the instant replays, they'll they'll be like, dude, this is unfair that that guy's glove touched. Yeah. You know, like. As far as I know, as of right now, though, there is no regulation on it. Yeah. Maybe somebody, I mean, this. This thing, this article I didn't realize is actually from 2017. So who knows? At this point, maybe they have. Maybe they have come up with something. But as far as I know, I've looked it up and I don't see any. Yeah. I don't see any uh, rules or regulations. And yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, some players should be out there with a giant of glove using this to his advantage until the rule says otherwise. And I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, it could go either way, but yeah, it just seems like a weird thing. Is anybody doing anything cool with the of glove? They got cool designs. No, they're usually just blue. 
uh, or red. It's too bad. They should they should put some type of emblem or insignia or like some message when the that uh, the replay camera captures. You know, hi mom. Oh yeah. You know, there like you they go. should be personalizing them. Oh yeah. Maybe they could, yeah just put get a it hologram. sponsored by a, a pizza company, pizza oven. You know something. They'll find a way to make money off this of glove phenomenon. And I wonder if there's a uh, a type like a are there there must be there's probably a lot of players who are like dude this is what is this whack new bullshit? You know how like like Vlad Guerrero never wore batting gloves. There's probably a bunch of guys like I'm not gonna be one of these guys who wear an oven mitt when I play baseball. This is some whack childish millennial crap. Yeah, I'm sure there's people who don't think that they need it, but I'm sure there's people also who want that money, you know, for their career to keep going, even though, you know, so your hand doesn't get smashed. Yeah. I can't imagine an oven mitt really protecting your fingers getting smashed. It just seems like it stops dirt from cutting it. No, it's definitely... Is it, like, tough? Yeah. Okay, so it's like a like like a fighter's mitt consistency, maybe? Uh yeah. Like I feel like if a guy cleated you with an oven mitt on, you would still really feel it, and potentially you could break a finger. I understand the sliding aspect because then you're you know you don't get your dirt your palm all cut up by the gravel by the dirt. But I don't know. We'll have to maybe find one of these in the off season, test it out. Did you see any pickles wearing them? No. Didn't make I it don't... down to the college level yet. You think? No. Well, I haven't seen anybody. Let's see. There's. Yeah, that's the thing is, I mean, everything, player uniforms doesn't mention anything about it. Catcher's bitch, first baseman glove, we've talked about all this, fielding gloves, pitcher's gloves, helmets, undue commercialization. Oh. Can't have undue commercialization. Playing equipment including but not limited to the base pitcher's plates. Designation of the manufacturer on any such equipment must be in good taste. Remember when they did the Spider-Man stuff on the bases all those years back? Do you remember that? When the Spider-Man movie bought space on the first base? They had no. like a webbing decal over first base and people got all up in arms in it about it. That was like a small summer promo when one of the Spider-Man movies came out and they were, you know, they bought I don't know if it was on every base, but I think first base Probably not home, but I think first base had some type of Spider-Man like logo or like webbing decal over it uh, that people were very upset about. Which I understand, dude. I hate like I don't like I don't even like I don't like it when the new uni- like new uniforms have like a sponsor patch on them. I think they should keep the uniforms and helmets completely clean and just let it be. Let yeah, baseball some sp- doesn't have any. Baseball of that, doesn't. NBA is starting to do yeah. it now, and just like have something where the commercialization isn't on it is. Everything else is already bought. Like, just keep some space, you know? Can't do that on baseball. Yeah. But, and there, I just read everything for the uniforms. There's no, uh, those, those pads they wear on their elbows, the pads they wear on their ankles and feet, Nothing. the thing they wear on their glove. There's no dimensions. There's no, huh. you know, like even, you, you do rollerblade knee they pads. They can't be shiny yeah. or something like that, you know, like, uh, maybe sun glare for the pitcher. Or, yeah. Ooh. But, there you go. Maybe put a like spicy a, things. Put a laser on it. Yeah, a little you know? laser printing. Just get him in the eyes yeah. when he's trying to pitch. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. But these the coaching oven. staffs needs to get more creative. The equipment staff needs to get more creative in trying to 
to make get the that equipment. home field advantage. Yeah, whatever yeah. you can do. I don't know. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm, I'm glad. I'm interested. I'll be watching in the, uh, the of glove phenomenon as we enter into the MLB playoffs. You know, I'll start checking it out. Maybe there'll be a controversial play at second with the of glove getting there. Did his hand get there or did the glove get there? Yeah. And if the you just keep making them longer and longer, I've said that from the very beginning. Yeah. And I think it's interesting that these guys basically said the same thing. Like, yeah. There's a funny like doctored up drawing. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Huge. Dude wearing a massive. I mean that's not real, but no, but yeah, I mean funny. you could do that. Yeah. So I might slide in a second, Jeremiah. Slide in a second. Well, that was uh, that was it. Inside inside baseball. Of glove a dish. Go, Go pickles. pickles. That's going to do it for another edition of Brine Time. And uh, good season. Good, good season. season. We're going to miss everybody in Pickle Nation. Um, you know, keep watching those playoffs, rooting against Corvallis. Uh, follow guys can follow some of the players as they move on in their college careers and potential yeah, MLB watch these careers. Kids. Yeah. yeah, watch these kids go to their college games. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Twitter. See what they're up to. Um, I know, like I said earlier, McVeigh and Scoro both play for the local UP pilots. So if you want to get out there, I know I'm going to catch a couple of their games this spring. And, uh, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I uh, want to thank Cranival Studios for producing all season. Thank you, Randall. We appreciate it. we got to get him a mic. we got to get you a mic next season. Briefly. Well, you have a mic. I don't know. Who cares? Just for uh, the pickles. X-Ray FM, thanks for putting it up and putting it on the radio. <laughs> and if you uh, if you want to reach out during the offseason, brinetime underscore pod at Twitter and Instagram, yep. and brinetime503 at Gmail. And, you know, you can hit uh, myself or Jeremiah up. We're all over social media. I'm at Silberino on Instagram and Twitter. Where are you at? Mine's just Jeremiah Coughlin. Jeremiah Coughlin. So hit him up or hit me up or come to some comedy shows maybe. A lot of you guys were like, we want to see you perform. We put it all out in social media. So do that. Have a good fall and winter and rest of your summer. Thanks to Dusty Fox for the outro music. Marimba Mike for the intro. And uh, go Pickles. Go Pickles. Yeah. Uh, light the spark out at Lens Park. Cracking wooden bats, slapping, illuminate the dark. Popcorn. Sunflower seeds, PDX and North Precious in the West Coast League. Yeah, Portland, never known to be fickle. Deep in Southeast, that's the home of the pickles. Brine time, home of the pickles. Brine time, brine time, that's the home of the pickles.